0: Welcome to the Geek Psychology Podcast. This podcast comes from the Geek Psychology YouTube channel where we use personality type and geek and gaming culture to help you play life better. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. And I hope you enjoy the show. In this video, we'll go over what extroverted sensing is, also known as SE, how it compares to the other functions, some of the strengths and weaknesses of it, how to get over those strengths and weaknesses, and some superheroes that use extroverted sensing very well. What's up, Legend? It's Sherman here from Geek Psychology, where I help geeks, gamers, and creatives to use personality type to live more fulfilling lives, full of meaning and purpose. Isn't that the best thing when you're using your personality type and the strengths of it? In a way that fulfills you, puts you in flow, continues you on your path of excellence and being a superhero <laughs> in your own way, of course. Well, let's get right into what extroverted sensing is and some of the the details of it. So, extroverted sensing is a perceiving function. The perceiving functions are sensing and intuiting, and as you imagine, sensing is the one that is focused on gathering information, perceiving the world like a lens that you see the world through through the senses right what you can see hear touch taste smell right those are the that's the realm of the sensing functions and it's extroverted so the orientation of it is in the outer world so it's literally like what is around you what can you engage with that is sensory, that is verifiable in nature. Um, I call this the engaging adventurer. And this is that character, that part of your psyche that is just ready to like jump on the next moment and experience life to the fullest. Very hands-on, kinesthetic, uh, likes to turn experiences up to 11, right? Just get really into the present moment. And with that comes this awesome ability of like merging with the environment, merging with the tools and the items around you, becoming the axe or becoming the the ball on the tennis court and or the car, and just kind of like extending your sense of self to that, it's super cool. Um, and part of the reason why this is really cool is because you get to be present. If you are using extroverted sensing to the fullest, you get to like live life to the fullest. I can't. I am so not in the moment. I am not in my sensory realm. I I just spent the last like three minutes walking around looking for my remote for the light after I was wearing a green cap, which does not work with the green backdrop. These are just things that I don't notice because I'm not in the sensory realm. But if you talk to an SP, they know like everything that's going on around them. It's this like kaleidoscope of sensory awe and wonder. Sounds so cool, right? Dr. Dario Nardi said, "Se extroverted sensing is the cognitive function that is the most in touch with the physical world in the present moment. That is that is extroverted sensing, right? And it's not just mere glimpses of, like the texture, but it's seeing uh, a tree leaf and the whole uh, the whole tree and the bark and the the sunlight coming through and the smells of the nature all." once. <laughs> it's so, so amazing to, to think that somebody else can live in that world as an intuitive myself. It's fascinating. So some of the strengths and advantages of extroverted sensing is that you get to, to activate this um, crisis response mode in a good way. Like you are ready to pounce on whatever comes your way. Uh, this was revealed in Dario Nardi's um, brain scans as well. It showed this tennis hop-like energy in the brain that's constantly sifting back and forth, waiting for some sensory stimulus and response to jump on. And with that comes, you know, the engagement in sports that you see so often with SPs, um, even acting, um, cooking, and things like that. Even um, in something that's not so like high adrenaline, this could be like a salesperson, right? And the ability to perceive another person and just be present there with sensory acuity and noticing their breathing and their face tone shift and the texture change and, you know, just different aspects about their body language because of being so in tune and present in the moment. Instead of in your head and imagining where things could be and being in downtime, you know, wondering how you're feeling about different things, it's more engaged right in the now. And with that comes a lot of the ability to, to respond to whatever happens. Like if, if um, something needs attention, an extroverted sensor is able to just switch on immediately and take over and get things done in the most um, kind of effective way with what is around them right? They're able to just MacGyver things together, not in imagining possibilities and wondering where things could go, which is something we'll talk about a little bit later with extroverted intuition. But it's, it's like, well, this will work so that we can um, deal with the present emergency or the situation or whatever it is. And one other cool thing that comes with extroverted sensing is the, um, the joy of life, of being alive, Uh, all of the SPs that I talk to, especially ESPs, just like enjoy life as it unfolds. And it's just such a beautiful thing. But with that also comes weaknesses. Some of the the pitfalls, the weaknesses of extroverted sensing is that you are so tied to the present moment and the environment that sometimes it's hard to distinguish, um, where you are, how you exist, what your impact on the external world is because of that blending nature with it. And the constant desire to turn up the experience and to live more um, often brings SPs to, you know, overindulging or just not worrying about what is going to happen in the future, but giving themselves to the moment a little bit too much sometimes. Um, until that threshold of like well, my life is you know completely out of whack right now I don't know what to do happens, then it's like well things will be fine like this is okay I'm enjoying this it's fine, um, and then you know you get some physical problems and things like that that you haven't been paying attention to um, as you've been seeking you know the the next sparkle <laughs> the next aspect of life right the next engaging moment. So in order to deal with that, you really need to lean into your auxiliary function, um, which is going to be introverted thinking or introverted feeling if you're an ESP. And that is going to help you see who you are, discover who you are, whether it's an intellectual understanding or like a kinesthetic um, feeling. These are my values type understanding. You'll be able to see who you are and your place in the world around you. And that is going to then help guide you as like the little conscience on your shoulder or the principles and the rules in life that you follow. Um, And that takes time, that takes engagement, that takes engagement inward, not outward. And that's hard, right? That's hard for extroverts as, you know, for me, I just want to live there forever. But for extroverts to have to go in and just sift through the, the scary stuff, the dragons inside um, and, and learn stuff about yourself that you didn't want to look at can be really scary. But that is the point for growth. And that's how you get over the weakness in terms of uh, giving too much of yourself to the world around you. So some famous superheroes with extroverted sensing. So these are the ESPs. Um, we have Thor Odinson, Quicksilver, Rocket Raccoon, Venom, the Joker, um, From the DC Extended Universe, the Joker is usually portrayed as an ENTP. The Penguin, Drax, Kid Flash, Catwoman, Beast Boy, Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, Peter Quill Star-Lord, She-Hulk, Shazam, and uh, Killmonger. So these are all characters that you can see have a, a presence and a tie to the moment and experiencing life as it is there as it's coming and just the ability to connect with what's happening now in a way that most people cannot. Part two, I just had to run drop something off and I'm back. Hopefully everything is good. So let's compare extroverted sensing with some of the other functions that it's commonly compared and contrasted to. So first of all, extroverted sensing and extroverted intuiting. Um, I consider both of these to be vanguards. So vanguards are like the frontline scouts um, and they're, they're the offensive class in a lot of like, you know, um, games like overwatch, you know, first person shooters and things like that. Um, quick, quick hitting, quick action, moving around, dashing, blipping and, and, uh, you know, heavy DPS as well. So extroverted sensing, extroverted intuition are both um, extroverted perceiving functions. So they're taking In information from the outer world, and how they're doing that is um, in two different ways. Extroverted sensing, as I mentioned, is about using your senses, what you can actually physically, tangibly engage with. And extroverted intuiting is brainstorming by like bouncing ideas, springboarding off of different things. And it could be a sensory starting point, but then it quickly jumps to a a speculative or um, ideas based level and one thing that happens a lot of times with personality type is somebody's like oh well you work out you play a sport so you can't be an intuitive and that's not how things work playing a sport is an emergent result of some other you know circumstances and events and state and goals and desires and values and all these different things Um, so anybody can do this stuff but what happens often for extroverted sensing, for an example here, why you see so many in sports and why you see so many like STPs at uh, in professional sports and Olympics and things like that is because we have a talent in our dominant and our auxiliary functions. And a talent is often developed with skill, but it's not always. And so you, you tend to see people gravitate towards things that they have a talent in because it's it's enjoyable, it's fun, it's exciting, it puts you in flow. And then with that, you build more skill around it. But there are other reasons for doing things, and sometimes it takes more of a, a hurdle. It takes more of a, a skip, a jump, a little bit more effort to get to those levels um, that somebody that naturally has a talent in it would um already be at. So like I used to break dance. Um I used to inline skate and like jump on poles and stuff like that. I used to play soccer, did taekwondo and got a black belt in that and almost in another style long story. But those did not come naturally to me. Those did not come through extroverted sensing means. That came through introverted sensing, um building repetition and like putting grinding, essentially, because I did not have that natural um, embodiment and engagement in the physical world. And so just remember that what is happening for an extroverted sensor and what's happening for an extroverted intuitive are likely different starting points. And the emergent result could be both, you know, both of them playing music, right? But there might be a different um, reason for them doing that. Extroverted intuitives are focused on the emerging possibilities of idea space, the unfolding uh, potential realities. Extroverted sensing is what is unfolding now. Like, what is the world around me telling me and calling me and pulling me, compelling me to do and engage with? It's a very different space to be in. Now to compare extroverted sensing and introverted sensing, well, they're both sensing, right? They're both the perceiving function that is focused on the tangible world, but they're in different orientations. The different orientations I consider as um, offensive and defensive, extroverted and introverted. So an offensive approach to sensing and experiences, the domain of experience, is to engage with the present moment, which we've talked about a bunch. But for a defensive style of experiencing it's to capture that moment capture that experience and post reflect over it you know recall ruminate go into the past in reverie and you know engage in that experience that has been experienced already and kind of revivifying it okay and through doing that then an in introverted sensor one of the sjs can pull forward and implement those learned lessons. So it's less, it's not present hands-on as much, right? It it has to compare and contrast to the present moment, but it gets the most benefit from reflecting over things that happened already. So just know that extroverted sensing, this engaging adventurer part of your psyche is present. It It is the most present, now focused, Cognitive function, and by utilizing that more, you can um, you you can also engage more in the moment and live a life that is less filled with anxiety, which is a um, a future focused state, a fear of what will happen, or regret from the past. You're now. You're here. You're present. You're alive. And with that, you can be grateful for all the things that you have around you, even if they don't always seem as good. But like just the fact that I can make this video, that I can talk to you and then send this to, to you so that you can experience what I'm experiencing right now in your moment is really cool. You know, I could open up the blinds and just look outside and see the cherry blossoms blooming Uh, see the wind blowing them around, listen to the sounds. It's so um, compelling and just a reminder of what it means to be human. So a tip to develop extroverted sensing, if this is not your dominant function, maybe it's your auxiliary function, so you're an ISP, ISTP, ISFP. Um, Maybe you're an INJ and you want to develop it um, because it's at like a weakness polarity or maybe you're an INP or an ENP that just wants to understand it more, figure it out more an ISJ, so whatever it is, there are ways that you can engage with this this character within your psyche, this part of you. And the first is to ground yourself in now. And I know it might sound cheesy, it might sound woo-woo. It's it, you've heard it before, I'm sure, but taking a deep breath, 7-11 breathing, just being present, grounding yourself in the now, taking your shoes off, walking around in the grass or something like that, taking a moment to notice all you can with your sensory tools can just really take you out of whatever you're dissociating to, whatever like experience that you're imagining happening or fretting, worrying about what could happen in the future. It's just a reminder like, oh, let me just feel my my body here and my my clothes on my skin. Tapping into those seven plus or minus two bits of awareness that we can only have at the same time, noticing the, uh, the temperature of the air as it goes in and out your nostrils, those are the things that can really just help remind you of extroverted sensing and the present moment. And by doing that, you start to remind yourself that, oh yeah, this is this is life. This is where I should be a lot of times. And that's that's not hating on any of the other functions, right? I'm an INFP, so like I I really appreciate my own functions. But as I've grown and as I've built better intrapersonal rapport with these other other cognitive functions i know how important they all are and experted sensing i feel is one of those that is just something that we forget too often and if you think of all the things that could happen in your life as you're more present with your family with your friends at work in your hobbies what are all the benefits that you haven't noticed until now that you could about being here, about being alive, taking in more of the sensory realm. Really consider that. So one thing to keep in mind for SPs specifically is that you are not going to do your best if you're sitting in a cubicle, if you're lacking sensory stimulation. And you know this, Right? You know that antsy feeling of like, oh, just give me something to look at, some sort of movement, some sort of excitement or something, a bird or a sound, just please music, whatever it is. Um, and so you need to actually make sure that that is a part of your life. Uh, most of my clients that I deal with, when they are depressed or stressed out or just, you know, unfulfilled in life, it's because they're not living into their dominant functions. They're not honoring that part of themselves And if you are in a job that is forcing you to be constrained or it's it's your household or whatever it is, you got to find some outlet for it. You got to find some way of getting your hands on things. I was gonna say getting them dirty and maybe that's it. You can go gardening or something like that if that's all you can do. Um, But really, you got to find that And if you don't have that, you need to find a way of structuring your life around that. And if people can't appreciate that, then, well, it sucks to be them, but that is something that you need as a person. And that is something that you deserve as a person too. And for those of us who don't use extroverted sensing as a strength, well, one way that you can um, engage more of that in your life in a healthy way is to get physical with things, right? Take up a hobby That uses your body. Whether it's a craft, uh, you're building something, making something, playing music, doing a sport, rock climbing, biking, just walking through nature. There's so many little things that you can do instead of just sitting in front of a computer all the time, hunched over in a way that we shouldn't be. And there's so many things that you can do to engage with extroverted sensing. I would suggest not going the, the route of um, you know, overstimulating yourself through different substances and stuff like that. You do what you want to do, but that's an artificial way of turning things up, especially because the extroverted perceiving functions are never necessarily going to be satisfied with having more of what they are, right? With all the functions, right? They want to do more of their skill set. You know, as an introverted feeler, I want to endlessly explore my identity. There's never a point where I'm like, okay, I'm good. You know, and extroverted sensing will be the same thing with experiences if it's not um, tethered and tempered with other cognitive functions and goals and desires. So remember, extroverted sensing is a perceiving function. It's extroverted, so it's in the outer world, and it is engaging in the sensory experiences. It's the experience domain, so anything that is related really to to engaging your body with the environment, connecting to the moment, um, and embracing all that the senses can teach you about reality is... Uh, going to be tied to extroverted sensing. And so remember, if you are an introvert, you're an ISP, um, you need to lean into your auxiliary functions and gain more skill around uh, extroverted sensing specifically so that you're not looping through what could happen, what could be, what is this other person saying about me or thinking about me, but getting real hands-on tangible feedback in the moment is the way to counteract all of you know, negative thought spirals and things like that. It's just, well, let me get feedback from the real world about it. And if you want to use this knowledge of cognitive functions for a better purpose, don't just, don't just think about it. Don't just philosophize about it, but actually engage with it. And one thing that you can do is you can join the Path of Heroes Academy, which we actually take this knowledge and we create parts of ourselves that embody these different cognitive functions, uh, superhero parts that can help us problem solve and act as advisors for our life. And this is based off neuroscience. We bring in some hypnosis and neurolinguistic programming, as well as the union cognitive functions and some other cool stuff too. Story, character creation, to have characters that we can understand as parts of us that can advise us for different pathways, different options, different ways of interacting with the world around us. The way that we get out of all of our problems is by seeing things in a different way and broadening our perspectives and engaging with the world in a new way. Because if what you were doing now was going to work, then you would already be successful doing it. So sometimes it takes a little bit of a knock in the head (laughs) to shake things loose. Let me know down below in the comments what helped you in this video and what you're looking forward to with bringing extroverted sensing into your life. Good luck. Have fun. Peace. Thanks for listening, and I hope you got something out of it. I know that by listening to this podcast, it means that you're ready to take your life to the next level, and I'm so excited to help you do it. Whether you're struggling with anxiety, lack of motivation, or you're just looking for your spark and purpose, I have many courses and a one-on-one coaching service available to you to help you get out of your own way and be happy. So head on over to geekpsychology.com to get started. See you there.